Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome morning. It's absolutely fantastic to see everybody here this morning. What a wonderful, what a wonderful looking group of people we have here. So many wonderful faces and also a big welcome to anybody out there who's listening to our podcast as well. So this morning we're going to be continuing our series that's called Christmas Presents and we kicked off uh, last week so we're in our second part today and each week we're looking at a character from the Christmas story who had an unexpected visit from an angel and we're looking a little bit closer at how they responded to their unexpected visit. So last week, if you were here or if you were listening on our podcast, we looked at Zachariah. And his angel came and told him, you and Elizabeth are going to have a baby. And his response was one of absolute unbelief. There's no way this can happen. And this morning, in our second part, the character we're going to be looking at today is the character of Mary, who most of us would know went on to become Jesus' mother. But before we go into that this morning, I wonder if you've ever felt obliged to say yes. Or if ever you've been in a situation where you've been strongly encouraged to say yes. Maybe on the inside, you're wanting to say no. But on the outside, you're feeling like you really should say yes. So let me throw out a few examples, maybe, that we can relate to. So some of us may like to go out to eat food. Maybe some of us, we like to go to um, a, a takeout, maybe McDonald's, KFC. These places are great because you get there, you look at the menu, you know what you're having, it's all in your mind. You get to the till, you say, I'd like Big Mac, fries and a Coke. In your mind, that's, that's it. You don't need anything else. But they have a clever way of saying, thank you, madam, for 30p extra, you could upgrade your meal to a supersize and you could have some extra bit. Would you, would you like that, madam? I can just get that for you now. And for some of us, if you like Dave, before you know what's going on, you're nodding your head. Oh, um, yes, please. Yes, I'll have that. Dave, why? We didn't need it. You just feel like, well, you know, it seemed too good and it's only 30p. Or maybe, maybe sometimes we can find ourselves, maybe we're buying an insurance policy. I love these. For our homes, for our cars. We've got down, here's what I need. I don't need anything extra. But these people are very clever. When you tell them what they need, they'll say, well, madam, can I just suggest to you that it would be really good for you to take out that extra bit of cover there? Or, madam, I see that you've overlooked so-and-so. And before you know what you're doing, you're saying, okay, yes, uh, well, 
that could be a good idea. You never know, I might need it. And they add it on. Or for some of us, a personal favourite of mine, going shopping with the children. At the tills, at the tills, why are the chocolates and sweets at the height of a child? Oh yes, we know it. For those of us with children, we are busy unloading the sweets, unloading the food onto the conveyor belt. And our children have a knack of saying, Mummy, can you buy me that sweet that I've just unwrapped and licked and thrown back onto the shelf? Inside, we're like, no, I don't want to buy any more sweets. Yes, quickly, put it on the conveyor belt so we can get out of this shop before we cause any more destruction. Maybe you've got a phone. And actually, the phone that you've got is absolutely fine. But we have these phone calls, don't we, from our suppliers. Just to let you know, sir, just to let you know, madam, we've just bought out the next edition and we really think you'd find it really helpful. And we can be talked into our yeses when really maybe on the inside we're thinking, no, I'm actually okay. And for some of us, maybe even in our life, we've said yes to some decisions where really, on the inside, we wanted to say no. But maybe due to other people around us, maybe, influencing us, or maybe what our situation might look like, it's dictating. We can say yes, when really we want to say no. Maybe for some of us, we say yes in situations, but really we're saying someone else's yes. Because maybe for us, actually, we don't want to say a yes. We want to say a no. But sometimes we just find ourselves saying yes, when maybe a smarter answer might even be no. You see, in today's world, we've got so much that comes in to our life. So much that comes into the door of our world on social media, on TV, friends, family, demands, money, finance things. That we can sometimes be in a place where we think, well, what do I say yes to? And what do I say no to? What do I choose to embrace? And what do I choose to put down? Because living today can be demanding and we can have to make constant decisions throughout our life of what we say yes to and of what we say no to. And today the character Mary, who we're looking at, she knew when to say yes. And her yes actually was going to be a yes that would change her life forever. Her yes would take her course of life onto a different path that would change her completely forever. So we're going to jump right in and we're going to read the story of when the angel comes to Mary and gives her her unexpected news. So for those of you listening on podcasts, we're going in at Luke chapter 1. And if we can start at verse 26, 
and we're going to be reading today in the message version. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name, Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning, you're beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, but how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy, Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, old as she is? Everyone called her barren, and here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing you see is impossible with God. And Mary said, yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me, just as you say. Then the angel left her. Wow, what an incredible encounter. We have a young woman engaged as good as married in those days, but not quite married, a virgin waiting to give her virginity to her husband to be. And here she is told, you're going to become pregnant. Wow. How would you respond? How would I respond in that situation? You see, last week we were looking at two ways that we can respond in our life. We were looking at two neighbourhoods that we can live in. And over here, we were looking at the neighbourhood of unbelief. And that's where we found our friend Zacharias last week. When the angel gave him his news, you're going to have a baby, he stepped in over here. No way. We're too old. It's too late. He stayed in unbelief. That was his response to the angel. The story today, we see a whole different picture. Mary, she's stepping right in to the neighborhood of faith. She asks one question, how? I'm a virgin. I've not slept with anyone. She gets one response from the angel, And she is right in 
to the neighbourhood of belief, of faith, her response says, yes, let it be. She's not over here. She has fully stepped right in to faith. She said, yes, let it be. Did she have any more questions in her mind? I think she did. You would. I would. Did she have any more fears? Did she have any more, how about if this isn't true? Maybe, maybe, but nevertheless, she was standing in faith. She stepped into the neighbourhood of faith. You see, my big idea today is quite simply this. Faith says yes. Faith says yes. If unbelief says no, faith does the opposite. Faith says yes. I'm in. Count me in. I've just stepped in. I've just jumped up. You see, there was a faith that started rising up in Mary as she heard the angel and her faith said yes. See, unbelief gives us loads of reasons to say no. Zacharias' unbelief gave him loads of reasons to say no. We're too old. It's too late. We're past the boat. I've been saying the prayer for too many years. Unbelief will give us plenty of reasons to say no. Faith says yes. Faith says yes. It rejects the reasons that unbelief are giving it. You see, faith says yes. Now hear me, this message is not giving us permission to go out and make crazy decisions and do crazy things because, well, we heard that faith says yes. So I'm going to live my life saying yes to everything. I'm going to live my life saying yes to stuff that is daft, stuff that the Bible would say, uh-uh, you need to, you need to go and get some counsel on that one. But I'm talking about the sort of faith that says yes to the things that you know God is leading you to. You know that God is bringing into your life. And that's why, church, we have each other. We should find good counsel in each other. That's why, friends, we need to read the Word of God because in this, it will tell us what to say yes to. There's certain things that if we're in the Word and we're in friendships with each other, we'll know, well, that's daft. I'm not saying yes to that. But at the same time, as we stay close to God, reading his word, worshipping together, we'll just know, we'll just know when I need to say yes. Because faith says yes. And I want to share very quickly with you a real personal story. And it's about my sister. I've got two sisters and my younger one is called Sylv. And Sylv, she's a clever cookie. She did a master's in chemistry. And then after that, she decided to completely take a different direction and train to be an accountant with KPMG. 
If you've not heard of KPMG, they're one of the biggest accountancy firms going. Really hard to get a job with KPMG, but she worked hard, was successful, and five years ago started working with KPMG. As she worked, she learned the job. She went from a trainee to one up from a trainee to eventually up from a trainee again, and she was promoted even further and given more and more responsibility. Now, through her diligence and hard work, she was promoted through KPMG, and she was doing very well for herself. She was on a great salary. She'd had promotion. She worked with some lovely people. She got to travel loads. She was put up in hotels through her work. And she was doing well. But a few months ago, something started stirring in Syl's heart that, you know what? I need to get ready to move on. I'm not going to be here forever. And for a long time, she'd had a desire that one day... I want to work for a Christian charity. I want to take what I've learned as an accountant, all my expertise, and I want to use that for a Christian charity. I want to use it for a charity that are really helping people on the breadline. Cut a long story short, an opportunity came up for her to to apply for a job with a Christian charity called Tear Fund. Some of you may have heard of Tear Fund. They work with very, very poor families in Asia, Africa, and are doing an extraordinary job. And a few months ago, she came round and she said, Leanne, I, I don't know what to do. These jobs come up. I've applied for it. And they've shortlisted me. The interview's next week. She said, the job's in London. I'm going to have to relocate. I'm going to go on a much lower salary. I'm going to lose all my perks and benefits with KPMG because there's none of those in tear fund. What should I do? And we chatted and I said, look, you know that God's been preparing you for a while. Go ahead. Have the interview. God will lead you. Sylv got the job. And she just felt a conviction. Do you know what? This looks crazy from the outside, what I'm doing. This looks crazy. I'm losing loads of money. I'm having to relocate to London, probably one of the most expensive places to live. All of her managers were desperate to promote her again next year. And I'm giving it all up. I'm packing it all in this looks crazy. And she said to me, this is either God or it's crazy. But friends, guess what she did? Faith says yes. She said to Tiffund, I want the job. She went to her boss at KPMG, handed in her resignation. They tried to persuade her to stay, but she said, no, I've got to make this next step. Faith said yes. Sylve said yes. She decided to step in the neighbourhood of Faith. This week I was with her. We went to visit a house in London. 
She'd looked at hundreds of houses. None of them were any good. We went to one this week. The minute she walked in, it was a house full of other Christian women. She knew this is the one. It was the cheapest rent going in a great area with great people. God is pouring it all into place. She said, yes, now God is going to do the rest for self. And I believe that as she says, yes, great things are going to come into her life. Faith says yes. You see, you might think, well, Leanne, that all sounds good. But if faith says yes, why should I say yes? Why? Because actually, living over here in unbelief is it's a lot easier. But living over here in, in this whole neighborhood of faith, that's difficult. So why? Why should I say yes? Well, I just want to share with us three quick thoughts why we should say yes. Number one, yes releases miracles. The moment you say yes to God, the moment you say yes to things God is bringing into your life, it releases miracles. Now, get this. This is amazing. Let's go back to the passage there at the beginning. You see, the angel came to Mary and said, You will become pregnant. That indicates at that moment there was no seed within her womb. You will become. The angel's talking about the future. Then we whiz on down that chapter. And you see in verse 39, it says that Mary didn't waste a moment. She went straight to her cousin Elizabeth's house. And it says that Elizabeth said to her, You're so blessed among women, and the babe in your womb is also blessed. So hang on a minute. Somewhere between the time of the angel saying, you will become pregnant, and somewhere between when she gets through Elizabeth's house, which the Bible says she wasted no time, she might have been there within a few hours, somewhere within this block of time, Something happened in her womb. The seed of Jesus Christ was placed in her womb. You know what I think happened? I think the moment Mary said to the angel, yes, let it be, a miracle was released in her body. And the seed of our Savior, of your Jesus, was placed in her womb, I believe, from the moment she said yes. Because your yes... My yes releases miracles. Mary's yes released the miracle in her body. You see, God is waiting for you to say yes to him. And the moment you step out of unbelief and you step into faith, the moment you say, yes, God, I'm going to do it, 
Yes, God, I'm going to have that conversation. Yes, God, I'm going to embrace that opportunity that you've given me. Yes, God, I'm going to start running away and I'm finally going to get where you want me to get. Yes, God, I'm going to get things in order like you've been telling me to do for the last two years. Yes, God, the moment you say yes, miracles start to be released over your life. Not before, never before. Always during your yes releases miracles. I want miracles over my life. Do you? Do you? Well, we've got to say yes. Second, yes is not just about now. Your yes is not just for now. You see, Mary's yes was not just going to impact her then. And for those nine months of carrying the baby, Jesus. But Mary's yes was going to impact her life for the future, forever. She'd never be the same again. Never. Her yes was not just for now. It was forever. You see, when you say yes, it's not just for now. When you say yes, here's what happens. You release faith into your future. When you sow financially into God's kingdom now, you're releasing faith into your future. When you say yes to where you know God is wanting you to go now, you're making a pathway into your future. Your yes is not just about now. It's about tomorrow. It's about next year. It's about in 10 years' time. And third, your yes is not just about you. Your yes is not just about you. And friends, we have got to get this one. See, later on in the chapter, Mary prophesied that because of the babe that was going to be born from her womb, that generation after generation after generation would know the goodness of God. It was not just about her. Her yes has made a way for generations to know Christ. You see, your yes can impact the lives of many people around you. Your yes to God is not just about you. Your yes to what God is wanting to do in your life will influence your friends your family, your work colleagues, your children, your parents, your grandchildren. Your yes is way more than just about you and just about your life. You see, someone is waiting for you to say yes. Someone's waiting for you to say yes to God because your yes to God, your yes to what God wants to do in your life is going to cause someone else to come to know Jesus. Your yes to God is going to bring hope to somebody else's life. Your yes to God is going to make a way for somebody else. But if we say no, no, I like it over here. 
in unbelief. Just maybe we're presenting someone else to have a miracle in their life. Just maybe we're standing in the way of what God wants to do. You see, God's done everything for us already. He can't do anything else. He's given us his son. He's given us his word. Here's the thing. You've got the next move. God's waiting for you. Like chess. You've got the next move. God's waiting for you. All of heaven is cheering you. There are miracles waiting to be released in your life. God's not going to do it for you. You've got the next move. What are you going to do with your next move? God's waiting for you. Carol service, invitation. You've got the next move. God's waiting for you. It's an invitation. Yes, God. I'll invite some people. Yes, God, I'll do it. Who knows the people that may respond to you and to your yes to God. You've got the next move. And I said this a few weeks ago. By Atoza, a scared world needs a fearless church. This community needs a church that's not fearless, that's willing to say yes for them. And just as I wrap up this morning, I wonder where in your life God is waiting for you to say yes. I wonder where even today, as I'm speaking, as you're listening on podcast, you've got those people or those situations in your mind where you're thinking, I need to say yes. I need to say yes to God in those areas. Maybe for some of us, it's money. It's financial stuff. Where God's saying, will you trust me? Will you say yes to me? Will you allow me into your finances? Because if you do, it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. Maybe it's your career or your future that you're battling or you're trying to plan it all out. Maybe even with God tucked away at the side. Maybe God's saying to you, you're going to let me in. Are we going to do this together? Are we going to journey this thing together? Maybe we need to say yes to sharing our faith with someone. Maybe it's a friend that you're even thinking about today or a family member where God's just saying, come on, if you say yes to me, I'll give you the words to say, I'll give you the right opportunity and you'll be amazed at what could happen. See, sometimes we have to say no to the good thing to say yes to the very best that God's got for us. It's okay sometimes to say no to a good thing because we want to say yes to the very best. We want to embrace everything that God has got for us. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.